Thanks for listening to Schlereth and Evans On Demand, presented by Bathfitter. Hey guys, if you drop the ball when it comes to your bath or shower remodel, Bathfitter doesn't just fit your bath, they fit your budget and schedule. Bathfitter will install a tub or shower in just one day. Bathfitter's price guarantee is a slam dunk. Bathfitter, it just fits. Welcome to Four Down Territory. As Stick and Mike take a look at the four biggest stories in Denver sports. Here's Slareth and Evans kicking it off with First Down. Let's kick it off with uh, Michael Malone having enough with the Kendrick Perkins of the world accusing Nikola Jokic of stat padding. So maybe like, they're just tired of this player, non-athletic player from Sombor, Serbia, continuing to kick everybody's ass. Maybe people have a hard time with that. I don't know. But for him to say that, hey, you know what, I'm padding my stats, yeah, it probably signals that maybe something touched a nerve. Because he knows that he's a basketball purist. He's not doing anything to pump his own numbers up. It's just not in his nature. And um, it's silly to think otherwise. Want to hear one more? One yeah, more. Because Malone was fired up about yeah. it. This is, a, this is a different one, right, Johnny? Yeah. I've coached Nicola for eight years. I've been in the league a long time. Uh, Nicola doesn't do anything to stat pad. Nicola's a, the central hub in everything we do on the offensive end of the floor. And just because he's that skilled to be a uh, an assist, uh, 10 assists per game center, don't hold that against him. I mean, it's not like he's not, he's going to make the right play. You know, I love, I love right there, the central hub. Instantly, I thought about cruising across America in a jet plane, first class. Vodka soda. <laughs> little airplane food. Oh, see, you're, see, see, that's that's the difference. That surprises me because you've always told me you're a road trip guy. I would think you'd rather drive across America. Oh, I like to drive. I don't know you do. I, don't, I do, too. But I'm talking about Central Hub. When I hear Central Hub, I think i got to fly through Chicago. Oh, I see. Right, that's Hub City. Idaho. Hub City, that's like, right. Yeah, like if you go, if you're going to fly, if you're going to fly to the East Coast on Delta, you're going through Atlanta. They're going to stop you in Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. Oh, well, that airport is oh, an absolute just, that freaking that nightmare. Oh, gosh. Anywho, where were anyway, we? Central Hub. So I like that. All the offense goes through the Central Hub. You fly on United from L.A. to New York. You're swinging through Chicago for, you know, a quick bite. Maybe a piece of Chicago-style pizza or something. Well, if uh, Kendrick Perkins wants to be upset at somebody, be upset at the NBA because they handed out the Western Conference Player of the Month award and they gave it to the stat patter. When you stat patting, it's easy, you know. Yeah. Nikola Jokic named the Western Conference Player of the Month. Just going to call him stats. Averaged a triple-double during the month. Oh, by the way, a time, a span in which the Nuggets went 9-2. and two. So wow, what a what a what a what a odd coincidence, huh? That uh, you know the Jokic is padding his stats mm. and just focused on stats, 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 and yet somehow, despite all that, the Nuggets win nine and two, huh? When you start padding, it's easier, you know. Yeah, he's so you know what he is. The thing that you know Malone called him the the central hub to the offense, which I really like. Um, Selfish. That's the the word that comes to mind when I think of Nicole. Yes. Yes. Selfish. Me, me, me. It's all about me. Yep. Second down. Avs trade deadline coming up today. They've made a move, made a couple of moves. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like the Lars Eller move. Improved their third line. 
He's a better third-line playoff center than Alex Newhook would be, and plus it makes Newhook better because now he's freed up to just play wing, which I think he's better suited for. When you hear for. the name Lars, what's the first thing that comes to you? Lars? Yeah. Lars. Metallica, right? Isn't that the first thing that comes to your mind? Metallica? You know what's scary? Huh. No, I actually think about a long-time listener of this show oh, named Lars. I know exactly <laughs> who you're talking about. That's who I think of. Wow. That is. That's... Don't let it ever be said that you folks don't make an impact on my life. Wow. Man, that he did not pop it until you said yeah. that. Now I can see his face. Yes, yeah, right? I know exactly. I know. Oh, my God, Lars. Lars good dude. He is good dude. Good, solid listener. Yep. Thanks, Lars. He'd be, the guy, that, you, he'd be I, the guy that would call back up in the day and go, so listen, guys, I got about eight points I want to make yeah, right now. Right. <laughs> yeah, he, Lars thought it was his show. Yeah. All right, just move aside. Let me just get it. Right point one. Point one. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Paragraph two, section four, <laughs> point B. All right, do, oh, you th- man. do you think they do anything today? I think they may make a small move, but I don't think it's the kind of blockbuster move that that we had hoped. And I think you're 100% right. I, I think their hope is that they're going to repeat what happened last year with Landeskog coming back for the playoffs and being an impact player. Yeah. And, and listen, part of, part of me understands why Joe Sackick and Chris McFarland look at it the way they do because the team they have right now, even without Landeskog, is good enough to win the West. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. To get back to the Stanley Cup Finals. So I could see why they may say, look, we have a team that right now we think right. is good enough to get back to the Stanley Cup Finals. Do we want to overextend too much, give up more yeah. draft capital for a team that we already know we're, as is we're, is a Stanley Cup final? Yeah, we're good where we are right now. And we got birds in the bush. We got birds in the bush. You got a bird in the bush. Oh, it's always good, good to have one bird is great, but they got multiple birds. They got multiple birds in the bush right now. Yeah. Third down. Ah, tough break for uh, the Rockies as uh, Brendan Rodgers is uh, possibly going to be out for the remainder of the season facing uh, shoulder surgery. I want you to hear Bud Black talk about this. Listen to his voice. Listen mm-hmm. to his cadence. Tell me if you've heard this before, okay? Results were, uh, to put it bluntly, not a, what we had hoped for. A little bit more damage than uh, we thought. We were hoping for the best on this one. Uh, we didn't get that news. Multiple doctors read the imaging. We're going to have one more doctor look at it. But there's a scenario uh, where he's potentially headed towards surgery. Yeah. Are these accredited doctors, sir? <laughs> tell me if you've heard. Tell me if you've heard this before. We were hoping for the best on this one. We didn't get that news. That's a, a lot of times W tonight it didn't. <laughs> it's kind of like he gives you the the first half, right? And then and then there's the bad news. I bet we were you hoping I, for the best on this one. I bet you could find news. him talking about Chris Bryant's foot last year or his back when he slept on that prison bed. Oh, those prison. I bet beds. you. I bet you could, it would be almost identical. So tough break for Brendan Rodgers. Uh, yeah, Gold Glove winner. Last year, uh, came on really after battle, hitting, battle his butt off. Hit O seventy one in in April, and let's face it, as, a, as a, a big league hitter, how how demoralizing is it? You come up, you look up at that big board out in center field, and your average is just you know stuck at 
060, and you're just like, oh, my God. And even if you have, like, a three-knock night, you know, you come back out there the next day, oh, great, I'm up to 111, you know. But he right. kept battling, kept yeah. battling. He got up to 268 or 266. Do you know how hard it is to get to 266 right. after starting that way? Because You, it you gets mentioned to, it, Mike, four for 51 to start the yeah, month of April. Because it gets to a point where you can have a, a you know, two-for-five night, you know, and your betting average only goes up a little bit because now your at bats are starting to pile up, and it's it's tough to raise your average during yeah. the course of the season. And he did that. Okay, third and long. You know what we need right now? The king is here. Yep. All right. Third and long. Uh, that'll do it for four down territory, not terror tummy. Not terror tummy. Like, I guess I was hungry or something like that. Oh, I need a soda snack. <laughs> you, look, you look good. You look good. I didn't uh, see you. I'm gonna. Hey, uh, that, that's coming. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm on the program now. All right. I'm. See you have the sunken in modeling cheeks. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking for. I'm going for the full Brady. Full Brady. I wonder if your face got really skinny because your head's not losing any weight. No. The top of your head. You. You got to be careful. I. You, you know, don't go the full Cecil. It's, it's, it's seriously. It's funny because the guy I was talking to, like, he's like, "Well, what's your target weight?" I told him, right? He's like, "Oh, I think you could get down to this." I'm like, "Dude, if I go down to that weight, I'm gonna have to walk around with a neck brace on." Right. Yeah. Because my head's just gonna yeah. be falling they, down. They won't be like a little freaking <laughs> baby giraffe trying to walk. Yeah. Right. You just. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. look like one of those uh, blow up things outside a car dealership. Yeah. I always say there's a certain head-to-body weight ratio yes. that you can't mess you with. You can't pass. No. And what yeah. he's... Per, what he's You need to start doing careful. neck exercises. I do. You I do. do. I do. That'll do it for Four Down Territory. It's an Is It Just Me Friday. The best of the Is It Just Me is coming up next. When the day is done, the game is over, and you need a break from all the stress. Relax in your tub or shower from Bath Fitter. Bath Fitter will fit your budget with a price match guarantee. No money down, no payments for up to five years. Get the ball rolling. Visit bathfitter.com today. Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan presents Schlereth and Evans. Friday, everybody. Hope you have a great weekend planned. Uh, we are having fun, as we always do on a Friday. Is it just me, Friday, where we give you the chance, the great listeners, to uh, get some stuff off your chest. Hit us up. Share your opinions with us. Plenty of snark. Had some good snark last hour. Love the snark. So now you uh, 7 a.m. listeners, it's uh, it's on you now. Baton's been passed to you. Ramoslaw.com, text line 303 I like this one. Is it just me, or if the Nuggets get bounced early in the playoffs, we all know what the national narrative will be, but what will the local narrative be around Joker? Will he continue to get a pass because of everything he's done during the regular season, or will he be blamed if the Nuggets come up short? I don't think Joker will be blamed. I think Michael Malone will take the... Majority of the heat. Remember now, he's won back-to-back MVPs, and it looks like he's going to win back-to-back-to-back MVPs, and he's never played with another guy who's been voted to an all-star team. So they're undefeated, I think now 29-0, when they when he's going back to last season, when he's put up a triple-double. Um, This will not be... To me, it will not be a failure of Jokic as much as it will be pointed to, you know, to the 
to the coaching staff and to Michael Malone. I think that's the way that people will. I, I'm just guessing, but no, that, no, that's I, the, I the think you're absolutely right. So, and I, by the way, when we say bounced early, I would assume this means they don't make it to the Western Conference Finals. Correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, if they don't make it to the Western Conference Finals, this is going to be a a major disappointment. Okay. So here's what'll happen: Malone will be the one to get blamed and probably fired. Mm-hmm. But what will have ultimately been the reason? It will be because the other guys just did not step up, did not raise their game to the, the next level. And I'm talking right. about Jamal Murray, Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr., the uh, the vaunted depth that this team has, guys that have excelled in their roles this year, don't excel in the playoffs. Look, it'll, it'll still be on the players, but we know how it works in this situation. The, the players don't ultimately get blamed. It'll be the coach. So... Smart basketball people will understand that the players let Jokic down, right? But Malone will get the blame. Yeah, I think if that. I, yeah, I think that that's the way it'll go, and it, and it really does come down to you know I always I always say this. This is the quarterback argument in the National Football League. You know, got to have a quarterback. Got to have a quarterback. Got to have a quarterback. You know, what wins World Championships. You got to have quarterback. I, I get that. You know, you got to have, but you, you you really have to have a really good team. You gotta have a really good team, and your team's got to play. You know, obviously, your team's got to play well. But um, I understand that that quarterback is most important. Jokic, the superstar, is most important. But if the rest of the team doesn't support him, he can't go out and win it on his own. If that makes sense, and and that to me is, I always think great teams win championships, not great individuals. Great teams do, and there's there's always going to be the outlier. But let's face it, it's the great teams that are able to accomplish that. I like this one. Is it just me, or how can I take Mark seriously when he says he studies the game, when he can't do simple math like add, subtract, multiply, or divide? Mad, 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 mad. That's a good boy. You know what, Texter, if you had presented that on a Tell Me Why I'm Wrong Wednesday, we got to (laughs) win. Yeah, but, but... Doing math problems or spelling things or speaking things, conjugating a verb or, you know, any of those Being able to identify a state in the United States. Things like that. Or, you know, being able to fluently speak Roman. (laughs) You know, things of that nature. That's one thing. That's one thing. This is this is football. There's a there's a I've got a, a there's a different education that's gone on there. Yeah, who cares if you can't add or subtract when you know how to yeah. diagram a curl flat? Who cares? Boom. With a dagger concept. Yes. Yeah, see? Nobody nobody gives a Oh, rip. yeah. That's right. Fat. <laughs> so I think we basically, uh, we basically smacked that theory around a little bit. Right? There's book smart and then there's football smart. That's right. And you are football smart. Yeah, book smart. Left uh, that that left the building a long time ago. Is it just me or Malone should have already been fired by now? Name another coach who's been around as long as he has without even a finals appearance. He should have been gone four years ago. Oh my gosh, really? One thing you have to understand is is again, there have been no other All Star. Players on this, not one has been voted. Now, you could have made an argument coming out of the bubble if Jamal Murray doesn't tear his ACL and all that stuff. And, you know, 
that he's going to be a multiple-time All-Star. I get it. But you know what? He wasn't a multiple-time All-Star because he did get injured, and there was that rehab process, and it did take over a year, and blah, 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 blah. So, but the bottom line, and Mike, you know this, especially the NBA, more than anything else, you would be absolutely stupid. You would be. If you're Josh Kroenke, and you're the basketball powers that be, to get rid of Malone when his team and his players, and especially his superstar, Nikola Jokic, has turned over the keys to Malone and said, yes, coach us. Yes. Like, you have to go all the way back to Don Nelson, go all the way back to, you know, to coaches that have been in this league for a long time. You've got to get the players' permission to coach you. The players have given permission to be coached, to be criticized, to be held accountable, to do all those things. And they've accepted that. And a lot of that has to do with the relationship that Michael Malone has with Nikola Jokic. And you cannot discount that. No, that's a great point. In fact, even if they, well, if all right, they lost in the first round, yes, that then you have to massive, massive failure. You have to, you have to shake things up. I don't know. Even if they lost in the second round, Mm-hmm. And it was a really competitive, like seven game series. Malone might still survive for that reason alone. Yeah. When your franchise player endorses the coach, there isn't a league that's more powerful, player driven than the NBA. Right. And when you're soon to be three time reigning MVP, that's my coach. That's the guy I want to be my coach. Mm-hmm. Tough to fire him. Really tough. Yeah, and they've got that kind of relationship. So, and and you know what? That's and I always say it. You know, we talked about this the other night when I was speaking at the uh, Mike Shanahan at Shanahan's with Mark and Mike, and said, you know, regardless of what you think you're in, every one of us is in the relationship business. We're in the relationship business with you guys, the listeners, right now. And sometimes I get a little snarky with you. You know, sometimes I spank your bare bottom right here on the air, but that's for your own good because I'm smarter than you. Thank you, Dad. You're welcome. Coming up in What's Trend, we got some great audio. Mm-hmm. Stephen A. Smith. Don't you have to go be bright. Boy, did uh, he let everybody know what ESPN thinks of the sport that they spend millions, hundreds of millions oh. of dollars on. Oh. And you thought Aaron Rodgers was your hero yesterday? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I found audio. I think you got a new hero. Ooh. Coming up All next. Right. Here's Schlereth and Evans with What's Trending right now. Oh, boy. This this did not go over well. So Michael Kay, who is the voice of the Yankees, was on uh, Stephen A. Smith's show. Sure. Yesterday. And he was asked which New York team, sports team, has the best chance of winning the next championship right. in New York. Okay. Here's what Michael K said. Rangers. Oh, Lord. Come on, Patrick Kane. They don't Zabel. count. They don't count. Take they don't out. count. They don't count. Only thing I know okay. about hockey, hockey is, is that the puck, puck is black. Okay. And I love Dude, Gary Bettman. That's my buddy. For, for who I always trip to Right. It is, no, it. it is no disrespect to the Rangers and to Patrick Kane, of course, but just, just for Steve. Football, Knight. basketball, baseball. Yeah. Yankees or the Mets. All right. And that was what? Molly Kirim. Kirim? Here, yeah. No disrespect. No disrespect. As I get ready to disrespect. Yeah, that's like, no disrespect, but the Rangers don't count. Hockey doesn't count. Dude, no disrespect to the Rangers, but... 
Oh, let me take a giant dump on him. Uh, really? I know. I mean, you just, you basically just, I mean, that's a dog taking a dump in somebody else's yard right there. So the year that they broke their, their long drought with Mark Messier and won the cup, I was, I was covering the NBA playoffs mm-hmm. that year. And the Knicks were playing the Pacers in the right. Eastern Conference Finals. So I had a, a couple nights where I was there waiting for the Knicks game. The next night, I got to go to the, the, the hockey games. They were in the Stanley Cup Finals. Dude, let me tell you. Madison Square Garden, when the Rangers are playing for a cup? Oh, wow. Dude, the Rangers are big in New York. New, New York, York loves, loves hockey, the Rangers. Right? Yeah, so, they do. They do. So anyway, Stephen A. caught a lot of grief. Tried to walk it back. <laughs> go Rangers! Go Rangers, not go New York, go New York, go with the Knicks. I'm talking about the Rangers. I know you got something going on with Patrick Kane tonight, okay? Will you calm down? I was having a good time, having fun. Gary Bettman is my friend, okay? Relax, y'all, relax. I understand the Rangers are all that, but they got a championship since 1994. It's them damn Knicks that haven't won since 1973. So yeah, you see yeah. some of his uh, right. Knicks bias coming out there. Yeah, they, yeah, they no, don't relax. count. They don't count. Yeah, Are no. you kidding me? Yeah, get that relaxed along with the other relax. He took a little relax. heat, and he not only he took a heat, bunch of heat from fans, but producers and yeah. he has been like, hey, dude, that's we pay a lot of money for that entity. Yes, yes. Like, hockey. Let's not trash. That doesn't count. Right. Let's not trash something that we've spent a lot of right. money on. And that we're trying to promote and grow. You can make you can make statements like that when hockey was when the NHL was on Versus as their national right. network. But they are on ESPN. Right. You might want to show it a little bit of respect. Man. Okay, yesterday we had the audio of Aaron Rodgers talking about his smooth dumps mm. while he was in the darkness yeah. retreat. Yeah. Kiki Hernandez of the Red Sox, who used to be with the Dodgers, I think topped that. When he was asked yesterday what his most embarrassing moment was as a player. What's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you during your game? 2020 playoffs. I had a tooth infection, so I was taking some antibiotics for my infection. And one of the side effects was diarrhea. <laughs> and we got a big out in a big situation during the NLDS. And I screamed, Up yeah! I was the 18. I wish the audio was a little clearer. It was uh, I mean, it was at some kind of fan fest, so there was a lot of noise. But uh, he, uh, he, yeah. so he put so. too much faith, yeah, in the fart. And that faith was yeah. not reciprocated. Yeah, that's can't right. do it. That is right. I have a steadfast rule about that. Can't do it. Can't trust them. No. You get to a certain age. You have yeah, you yeah. you have to especially with me and my Jason Bourne desk. Again, this is a subject Ish. that don't don't squirm. Don't squirm out there because you've all been there. Okay? Right. Guys, you especially you've all been there where you're like, can I trust this? Mm. I'm not sure. See, you, you and there have been times you have, have trusted it, right? And it hasn't worked out, right? Most people have. Let's be adults. Most people, right? Have <laughs> like that's 
a situation, like you're taking antibiotics or you've had a little bit of a stomach bug, think about me. I live with that every day. I have a dumb sphincter. Has a tough time differentiating between liquid salt and gas. Twenty-four seven. That'd be very careful. Okay, I'm all for having adult conversation. I don't know if I want to bring Mark Schlein's sphincter into it. I'm well. I'm just letting you know that it is not bright. That thing is dumb. <laughs> it's science. <laughs> it's like you doing math, right? It's bad. Joe Montana's Super Bowl jersey, the, the the drive one, the one at the end there to beat. Oh, okay. Cincinnati. Yeah, and, uh, with the story about, hey, that's John Candy and all that. Yes. Yeah. Sold for $1.21 million. Broke the auction record set for jerseys by a Tom Brady jersey. Joe Montana. Still cool mm-hmm. after all these years. And who owns the Who owns it? He doesn't own the jersey? No, apparently he'd given it up to be auctioned off. I have a Super Bowl jersey. What would mine go for? What would yours go for? Yeah, what would my jersey go for? I bet you'd go for a little bit. Not 1.2, no. but you know, I, I bet you'd go for like 100 bucks. Yeah. A couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more than that. Great cash, Super Bowl jersey would go... I bet you get five figures. I'm going to be hosting my, uh, not my tournament, but the uh, IME Golf Tournament uh, this summer, benefiting Children's Hospital. I've been uh, hosting that for many years. You want to donate? No. I'll auction it off. I'm not going to donate my Super Bowl jersey. Well, why not? What do you do with it? I don't do anything. It's in a box somewhere. Then it's it's all it's doing is collecting dust. Let's let's auction it off and make some money. No, that's going to go to my kids or my grandkids. Oh. Yeah. Like a... Like an heirloom or yeah, you know, like, use it for college or something like yeah, that? Yeah, three kids. Each one will get a Super Bowl ring. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I'm, yeah, when I'm dead. Oh, you never know when that's going to happen. Oh, that man, could happen bit, any, any moment. Jeez. All right. Yeah, okay. oh, I know. They're going to be freaked out. Jeez. No, Popo feels What's good. What's the matter with Popo? Oh, yeah. Popo feels Popo, good. Okay. Girls, Sorry. Popo's fine. Popo's fine. He's fine. He's just being funny Popo again. You know funny Popo. Oh, he's kooky. He's, he's kooky. kooky. Uh, Mike Bray is the basketball coach, longtime basketball coach at Notre Dame, and he's retiring after this season. And uh, he promised that after his last home game, he'd go out in style. Well, they won their last home game under Mike Bray, and he went out with a, uh, with a bunch of people to the uh, a place he had never been before that I guess is a, a famous local bar on the campus of Notre Dame called the Linebacker Lounge. Mm. And he said, uh, quote, after the game, we're closing that sucker. There ain't no curfew tomorrow. And uh, he was there partying it up with the fans, the students, even did a couple of shots. Good for him. You're seeing more of that now. Coaches are out at bars after big wins or even big losses uh, commiserating or celebrating with the fans. Zach Taylor's done it in Cincinnati. Nick Sirianni did it after uh, the Super Bowl in Philly. Right. Now you got Mike Bray doing it. Right. So Larry Eustachy and... uh, Well, that was a little different. (laughs) That was a little different. Hey, you're telling And Urban Meyer, they just misunderstood. They were ahead of their time. They were ahead of their time. They were ahead of their time. setters. Yeah. Man. He's out there yucking it up with the fan base. Right? Oh, you know Mike Bray was mining his P's and Q's. Oh, my Lord. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you know. He had people like, watch me. Watch me all night long. No matter what. That'll do it for what's trending. Bring that to you each and every morning at 730. Stephen A.
That no. doesn't count. No. Oh, come on. Note to self. Relax. Note to self. Urban Meyer misunderstood. Oh, jeez. Don't, don't, yeah. Don't, don't. You don't want to attach your name to that. Uh, it is, it is, it just me Friday. This is the time where we tend to get real loose on a Friday, so we'll do that next. Loosen up those joints and muscles. It's time for your 745 stretch. Here's Schlereth and Evans with the biggest story in Denver sports. Here we go. Is it just me Friday? Concept is simple. Give you great listeners a chance. You've picked up on a bunch of stuff during the course of the week that we've been uh, talking about and maybe you've read at denversports.com. We'll get to the Denver Sports front page here in about 13 minutes. But uh, just give you a chance to kind of unload stuff before the weekend comes. Get stuff off your chest. Hit us up on the Ramoslaw.com text line, 303-713-1043. Just a quick little add to that Joe Montana story that his jersey, his Super Bowl jersey, went at auction for $1.2 million. Apparently, it was the same jersey he wore in two Super Bowls. So the morning of Super Bowl 23, Montana's wife took his Super Bowl 19 jersey out of a scrapbook, gave it to him in a bag with a note that said, maybe you want to wear it again. And he did. So you're actually two Super Bowls in the same jersey. I have I've to, never heard of that. I have to have that. I have, I have to. You got to look into that. You're so, skeptical? Well, you'd have to, if you had it that morning, you'd have to take it in. They'd have to take off the Super Bowl. You know, they put a little Super Bowl patch on there. Were they doing that back then? Putting patches on and everything like that? Right. I'm pretty sure. I'm trying to think back in Super Bowl 26. I, uh, we had a patch on our jersey. That's the same jersey I wore all season long. You know, it was. I mean, it wasn't like they gave you a new jersey, but they'd throw a patch on it. Okay, this is from your friends at Fox Sports. Okay. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I yeah, it could happen. They could, I, I suppose. What what day she gave it to him when? Before he left? Obviously, before he left. The or, morning of the game. Oh, the morning of the game? Yeah. Okay, this was 1989, okay? So, things oh. have... So, when they beat the... For for game prep and everything, I'm, I'm sure it wasn't the, the, the Broncos. Oh, no. 89 was the Broncos season. My rookie year, they just destroyed yeah. the Broncos in the Super Bowl. I know. Hate to bring that up. Uh, so, anyway. They played, they played the Bengals like in 87. Now I feel like we got to go back and look at the patches. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I don't uh, like, I, I don't want to. I'm not saying that. That Mrs. Montana is misremembering history or anything, but no, that's cool though. If that if that is in fact the case, and I can, I mean I I certainly can see that that be they they do they're doing that or another Joe and Jennifer Montana story was that uh, he would sometimes call her during the game. Yes, I saw on that on the sideline phone right. to say I love you. Seems soft. Does, what? Then you never called song? Mrs. S during a game to say, honey, I just want to let you know, I just got done dispensing justice, and I love you. No. <laughs> uh, no. You just seen the look on Mark's okay. face. <laughs> I mean, like, are you kidding me? Are you calling Joe Montana soft? 
No, no. That's no, what I'm I just, hear. I, folks, uh-oh. did you just hear that? I heard I heard Mark Schlereth just say I mean, Joe I, Montana is soft. No, it's the act of calling your wife during a game? Like, how easy is the game for you? Right, right? Right? That's what you can't understand. You're telling me that the game was so easy for you, so stress-free, you really yeah. were Joe Cool. Yeah, you're just like, huh, oh, I think I'll make a phone call. Who cares? And you, How's yeah. that work, by the way? Because the phones... You just dial nine like you do any other... Think, yeah, but don't you have to, like, get outside line? You dial nine, then you dial... Down on the sideline, you can do that? I thought everything was Fair just kind of connected to the box upstairs with the coaches and everything like that. You get outside line? You're telling me... What, what does he get, Long the operator distance. at Candlestick? Hi, uh, uh, Marge, I'd like to uh, make a call. Can you... Uh, uh, all, can the, you all of a sudden, Woodley Tomlin is at the... At, 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 Oh, man. Oh, that's an old reference right there. Yeah, careful. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, yeah, you want to talk about Joe Cool. Like, how, how unbelievable. I, I, like, that would have never even crossed my mind to call home. Somebody says that they'll give you $1,000 for your jersey, your Super Bowl jersey. <sighs> yeah. It's, Great cash, homie. It's not for sale. But thanks. Come on. Everything's for sale. Come on. You gotta have a price. Name it. Okay, I'll give you a, a super. Give me a million dollars, like Joe Montana. At one point, dude, give me the same thing that Joe Montana got. I'll give you the jersey. All right, you're not getting a million dollars for your shirt. No, well, you told me I, I got to right. put a price on. All right, it. then that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. No, I'm not doing it for a thousand bucks. Really? Come on. What do you think I am? Ah, uh, let's see. Is it just me or do shallow Nugget fans, uh uh-oh, not realize that like players, coaches with potential need development and commitment as well? Malone is the best coach the Nuggets have had this side of Doug Moe, and one more step will move him above the big stiff. Are Nugget fans shallow? Is Is it unfair to say that Michael Malone's job rests on them getting to the Western Conference Finals. I don't think it's unfair. You know why it's not unfair? Because Jared Bednar was in exactly this same space spot a year ago, and he admitted it. He acknowledged it. He understood. He knew. He knew the way the game is played. He knew that if they had another second-round flame-out and didn't get past the second round, he knew he was done. You can't be the number one Western Conference seed, potentially the number one overall seed, and lay an egg in the playoffs. Get bounced in the can't first round or the second round. You, that, that, that can't be. You got to get to the. You got to the. I, I'm with you. I think at the very least, and I love Michael Malone, but I think you've got to get to the Western Conference Finals. I think there is that pressure on you. Another one is it just me or does Paxton Lynch still suck? At least he's tall. Well, he's the only guy that's been benched in what the NFL, the XFL, the CFL, and the and the uh, USFL. USFL. That's quite an accomplishment. It really is. It's historical, right? One for the record books. So you're good enough, and you've got enough potential to get a start, but you also suck enough to get benched at the so, same time. So, what is if you had to like choose? Would you rather go down in history for this? Or just be a middling. Well, let me ask you, NFL quarterback. Let me just ask you. At least you're 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 infamous. Let me just ask you this: 
when it comes to records, you know, we have these unbreakable records. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a record that will never be broken. Like, Correct. Right? Yeah. I mean, you think about some of those over oh. the course of you know, the Will Chamberlain 100-point game. The, like, uh, what what would be four oh, straight Super Bowls by oh, the Buffalo yeah, Bills? Yeah, no, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of them. Uh, you know, Cal Ripken's consecutive game streak. Right. That's not going to be broken. Yeah. Um, oh, like Cy Young, Cy Young, five hundred and eleven yeah. wins or something like that. Yeah, there's some there's some numbers that just are never there's going some to be ludicrous numbers yeah. that will never be approached. Right? Is this an unbreakable record? Ooh, seriously? Well, oof. one who is going to continue to get the opportunities to start right. every league, and then be like be apathetic enough to get benched from every start. That's what makes Paxton Lynch's accomplishment so amazing. Yeah. Is because in order to be benched that much, you have to have enough people who still see the potential in you. He is the butterscotch candy of quarterbacks. Explain. I'm getting instant grandma memories right now. Diabetes. Right. Well, butterscotch is like, you know, it's sugar, right? And it's sweet, but it's still... Butterscotch. So you get like, yeah, this is gross, right? It's still, it's still like, it's like almost. My grandmother always had butterscotch candies in her purse. Always. Always. Always gave me a butterscotch candy. You know, I've never had a butterscotch candy since she passed. I don't think I could ever have one. Right. No way. My grandfather used to have lemon drops. Ooh. Lemon drops. That's, that's. That's a different, that's that's the next level. That's, I, I could. Diabetes. Yeah. But yeah, he's the. You know, it's a, it's a, the the ultimate oxymoron or whatever, like jumbo shrimp. You know, like that that is a that's an unbelievable record, a record that may never be approached again. I mean, guys are going to get that opportunity in every league, only to fail. Like you have to have a certain amount, like the apathy that you have to have at the same time, like. Just enough drive. Right. It's, to it's, not exactly just give it up. Right. Right. You have enough drive not to give up. Yes. But you have enough apathy just not to give a crap. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a it's phenomenal. True. It's, it's a true. Phen- it does take a certain amount of, there's a certain amount of admiration I have for Paxton Lynch. God, that's a sentence yes. I never thought I'd ever say. Right. Uh, for, for sticking with it. Yeah. But then. The stick is awesome. Yeah. But. His whole, like, where have I heard that before? I where have I, I heard that before? I don't know. We've used but, that before. Uh, Who is that? Uh, Fever. I just, I just had a deja vu feeling. We've used that before. That what is, what is that? Here it is. Here it is. I'll tell you. Ah, somebody on the text line, you know exactly. This, this goes back to, this goes back to yesterday's. When have we used that before? Wait, this goes back to yesterday's devotional. Yesterday's huh. devotional for me was about potential. Okay? I, I, and I love this. Potential, right? There's there's great potential. For, like, potential energy, stored energy, you know what it takes? Movement. Energy, potential energy. You know, you had the science class with potential energy. It takes movement. It takes action. It takes, it takes, it, it, it takes something inherent inside you to push it 
and create that energy, right? Yep. It takes effort. It, it does. It just takes something. You're firing me up right now. Go ahead. Right? Keep going. Apathy Ooh. is the enemy of potential. Yes. He's got enough potential to create the movement, but he's got enough apathy just not to give a rip. It's a fun, it, like the, we should study him. The juxtaposition of, I'm going to do this, but I'm not going to do it well enough to actually stay the starter. Like, that's incredible. One more. Is it just me? Okay. Is it just me or ESPN's crew got it right? Hockey doesn't count. Oh, man. Rangers. Oh, Lord. Come on. Wait. Patrick Kane they is able. Count. They don't count. Take they don't out. count. They don't count. Only thing I know about hockey, hockey is, is that the puck, puck is slap. black. Okay. And I love you, Gary Bettman. Uh, That's my buddy. For, for who I owe a trip to a hockey game. Right. It is, That's no, it. it is no disrespect to the Rangers and to Patrick Kane, of course, but just, just for Steve. Football, Nett. basketball, baseball. Yeah. Yankees or the Mets. Oh, my God. Relax. Yeah. No disrespect. Right. No disrespect, but, but hockey, hockey doesn't count. Hockey doesn't count. Even though we spent millions of dollars on a <laughs> that, network that was to secure the rights had, to hockey. They had to have got called to the principal's office for oh, that yeah. one, huh? They yeah. had to have. Listen, I know you guys aren't going to ever talk about hockey, but please don't take a public dump on the, on the, uh, on the entity. <laughs> Can I tell you a quick, quick story? Quick yeah. story. So years and years ago, uh, we had the Nuggets, and... Uh, I was doing a Nuggets post game show, and this was when Carmelo Anthony had been suspended for like 15 games for uh-huh. fighting at uh, Madison Square Garden, and he was getting ready to come back the next game. And I said, "Man, Nugget fans, you should be ticked off at Carmelo Anthony. He let you down, a selfish act. And I'm telling you what, the next time he comes out to play at home, you should boo him. Let it be known that his behavior was unacceptable and really put the Nuggets in a tough spot. You should boo him." Well. That night, they were heading out to the airport because they had a back-to-back, and Kiki Vandeway was listening to the show, uh, and he heard me bashing Carmelo, and he got all upset, and he reached out to our program director, and that Monday morning, I came in, got called into the principal's office, and it was basically like, ah, Mike, you got to remember the relationship. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. Yeah. That's That's actually, exactly how it was delivered, yeah. too. It was like, you got to remember the relationship. By the way, which, not to, you know, pat ourselves on the back here at this station, it's one of the reasons I really am glad that we don't have any affiliation with oh, any team. Oh, let me tell you something. Having been here for almost 25 years and seen it both ways, this is much better. Much better. Not beholden anybody. Yeah. No, you're never going to accuse us us of state sponsor. Yeah, and we'll get those calls, those same calls, and those people will be really angry with us. But, Mm -hmm. you know, they they don't. Can't do anything about it. Hey. That's too damn bad. Yeah, it's exactly the way it goes. I love that part. When your team is in hot water and you need a break from the play-by-play, Bath Fitter can install your tub or shower in just one day. And just like a coach, Bath Fitter is in your corner offering a watertight, seamless wall. A design consultant will take accurate measurements of your tub or shower and recommend the products that fit your budget. Bath Fitter has special financing available with no money down and no interest for up to five years. Now that's a game changer. Visit bathfitter.com to book your in-home consultation. Bath Fitter, it just fits.